Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung here. Thank you for taking a few moments to join us as we take a look at the book. I have a five-hour audio series on CD entitled Creation, the Flood, and Prophecy. These three go together. Creation, the Flood, two major events in history past, and then prophecy. And how does creation and the flood play into prophecy? Well, that's why you need to have your complete copy of Creation, the Flood, and Prophecy, this five-hour audio series on CD, which is available to you. We'll have our study, and then I'll tell you how you can purchase your own copy. But right now, grab your Bible. Let's study about His glory, the Lord's glory in creation and prophecy. How can we see the glory of the Lord? Glad you asked. <laughs> Go to chapter 19 of the book of Psalm. You can see the glory of the Lord, first of all, in His creation. The glory of the Lord in His creation. Psalm chapter 19. Chapter 19 of the book of Psalm is going to help us. We're going to see the glory of the Lord in His creation. One of the reasons that creation will be denied by those who don't want to accept the fact that God is in control of the end, He creates the beginning, He controls the end, is the glory of the Lord will not be available to be seen. The glory of the Lord, chapter 19 of the book of Psalm. Here we go, Look at, and let's see exactly what he has to say. The heavens declare the glory of the Lord, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. The glory of the Lord is made manifest in the creation of God. The glory of the Lord can be seen by simply looking at the heavens and looking at the firmament and looking at his handiwork. The glory of the Lord available for us. When's the last time you went outside and looked up into heaven and just looked there and contemplated what you were seeing? Uh, you know how large this earth is? It is, it weighs, according to those who have determined it, and I don't know which one laid it up on a scale, but according to those who have determined it by mathematical formula, it weighs 6,600 quintillion tons. You know, you know how much that is? <laughs> well, just write down the number 6600, 6,600 and put 18 more zeros behind it. That's 6,600 quintillion tons. Now that's how many tons. If you want to know how many pounds, multiply that by 2,000. And if you don't want to know how many ounces, multiply that by 16 ounces. It would be a number that we can't even, I mean, you'd have to have two or three pages just to put those zeros on there. 6,600 quintillion tons. Now, let's say, for example, we took the size of this earth and we were able to build a bridge and we built a bridge all the way to the sun. And somehow we were able to take the earth, the cylinder like the earth, and we were to go all the way to the sun and we dropped the earth into the sun. And somebody gave us the directive that we had to fill up the sun with objects or cylinders the size of the earth. You know how many earths could fit in our sun? One million three hundred thousand Earths could fit in our sun. 
Do you know that the sun is one of the smallest stars in the heavens? There is one star, Antares, I think is the name of it, is 90 million times the size of our sun. The diameter of it is 390 million miles. That's more than I'm going to travel this afternoon. That is, and by the way, that one star is one of 100 billion stars in our galaxy. You know how long it would take us to travel across our galaxy? Well, we'd have to go pretty fast, and so let's take the speed of light, which is 186,000 miles per second. Now that, if you want to understand what that is, that is seven times around the Earth in one second. You get that? Now that's pretty fast. <laughs> faster than those trucks you used to drive, Bill. I mean, you did drive fast, but that was faster than those trucks. 180, now, okay, so we start out. We're on one side of the galaxy, and we're going to try to get to the other side. Okay, we're going to go 186, hang on, man, we're going to be moving out. Uh, fasten your seatbelt, please. 186,000 miles per second. We go out there, we travel one second, and then we travel one minute, 60 of those, and then we travel one hour, 60 of those, and then we travel one day, 24 of those, and we travel... 365 days, one year. Oh, we're just getting started. We're barely out of the traces. And we're moving out. And we have to travel, well, not 100 years, light years I'm talking about. That's 186,000 miles per second in the light year. Not 100 years, not 1,000 years. 100,000 years of light speed to get to the other side of our universe. Pretty big, isn't it? And do you know what? We're only one galaxy of a million, a billion, excuse me, a B with a B, a billion galaxies out there. Is that awesome? And you stop to look out there. They have gone so far with their telescopes they can't even see the end. And that's what God created. Oh, by the way, you know what he said when he created? That was on the fourth day of creation in Genesis chapter 1. And you know what he said? He created the sun, the moon. <coughs> oh, yeah, and the stars also. That's all he had to say about that. Unbelievable. <laughs> Let me show you something else in creation, how we see the, the glory of God. That's what we're made manifest. Go to chapter 2, chapter 2 of the book of Genesis. Just quickly get back over to chapter 2 for a second. Genesis chapter 2. Let me show you something really interesting in Genesis chapter 2. In Genesis chapter 2, we're going to see what God is, does to assist Adam in learning about his glory. Genesis chapter 2. Genesis, now, Genesis 1 is creation. Genesis 2, the special effects of creation. Look what it says in verse 18. And the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helpmate that will be meet for him. Okay, verse 19. And out of the ground, here's what God's going to do. God's going to help Adam do two things. 
Number one, search for a helpmate among all of creation. And number two, he's going to give him a responsibility. Look what it says in verse 19. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. Well, isn't that interesting? How you got the names of animals? Well, at least mammals and birds see the fowl of the air and the beast of the field. Not talking about the insects or the creeping things or the fish. He brings them to Adam. Two purposes. Number one, as he goes through, he doesn't find a helpmate, so God then is going to create woman braining a rib out of Adam and making woman. But he's going to allow him to learn about his glory. Why? He's going to bring all the animals. Now, we're talking about birds and mammals, so we're probably talking about uh, around 8,000 birds and maybe around 6,000 mammals that he's going to bring. And he's going to name all of them. I would have loved to have been there that day. <laughs> I would have loved to have been Adam. Can you just imagine? All of a sudden, some great big thing with big hips comes walking in the back. And Adam looks up and says, oh, that must be a hippopotamus. <laughs> you know, the potamus means big hips, you know, whatever, I don't know. And then he's sitting there and he looks at this thing and he sees this little ant, you know, this little, I mean, you know, the twinkle thing, you know, and he's walking around, he says, oh, that must be an ant. And about the time he says that, this great big old big thing with a long nose and a long tongue slips out picks up the ant, eats it, and, oh, that must be an ant eater right there. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't it have been a fun time just to name all the animals? You know what God was doing? Before he was distracted, excuse me, ladies, I don't mean to be unkind, before women were there. I'm sorry, girls. You do distract. Before women were there. He said, Adam, sit down. I want you to see my glory. You see, his glory is made manifest in his creation. Thank you for taking a few moments to join with us for this study from our five-hour audio series on CD entitled Creation, the Flood, and Prophecy. And his glory, as we have just studied, can be seen in his creation and the reality of the soon-coming events that will fulfill Bible prophecy. You need to have your own copy of this Creation, Flood, and Prophecy CD set, five hours on audio and CD, by the way. That helps you as you travel along. Well, you need to get your copy by calling 877-674-3298. Now, that's a toll-free number from across America. Let me give you that number one more time. That's 877-674-3298. Or you may go to our website, go to our shopping mall, and you can purchase this volume right there. The website address, prophecytoday.com. Remember the title of the series, Creation, the Flood, and Prophecy, a five-hour audio series on CD. You know what? As we study Bible prophecy together and look at current events in light of Bible prophecy, we must be aware that the rapture could happen at any moment. And my friend, after having said that, there's really nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until...